Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic day. It's been a rather tumultuous week or so in the world, but we're going to focus on the positive stuff here. Which, of course, is all about language learning and things that we can do to improve our languages and to, as is the case in uh, in this week's episode, to travel the world. Um, I think we're just going to dive straight in. Why not? I'm going to answer today a question from Kay. And Kay left this, Kay left this question for me um, not so long ago and said the following. I have a month before I go into a foreign exchange in Germany for 10 months and I don't know any German. With one month to go, what do you suggest I do? Just learn like anyone else? Just memorize vocab? What is the most effective thing when you have a month before th being thrown into the deep end? Fantastic question, Okay, All right, now, what's kind of unique about this is that okay, you're actually going to be living in Germany. You're going to have the best part of a year there. Uh, and that's quite different to somebody who has got a trip coming up in like I don't know, a couple of weeks. Maybe they're going to go to, to Germany on holiday for two weeks and then come back home. For me, those are two slightly different scenarios because what we're kind of faced with here is the choice between are we just learning to survive or are we learning for the long term? Because I think there are two different things. I think what I'm going to talk about here in this episode is actually about the survival element of it. So how do you actually learn a language? If you've only got four weeks before you're going to go to the country, how do you actually learn enough so that you can actually survive when you hit the ground? Because the truth is, Kay, like... If you're going to be living in Germany for 10 months, then pretty much anything you learn in the next month uh, is going to be blown out of the water because, um, because you know, as soon as you get there, you're going to start learning so much more anyway. The, probably the most useful thing you can actually do is learn to survive when you hit the ground. So let's answer the question from that perspective. What do you actually have to do? How would you prepare for a trip abroad that's starting in one month from now? So I've got four things that I would suggest doing. If I were going to go to, I mean, I do speak a bit of German, so I probably wouldn't do this, but if I was going to go to, I don't know, Poland on holiday and I had a month and I really wanted to prepare for that, here is what I would do. Number one, you're going to want to, self, to get yourself a useful textbook. And the reason for this is that, you know, people have done the job of, putting together and finding and combining useful language. Textbooks have kind of got a bad rep in the language learning world, you know, or at least on the kind of the polyglot world. People say, oh, yeah, textbooks, old-fashioned. But actually, someone's gone to the time, taken the time and effort to actually put together the most useful kind of words, phrases, and grammar um, that, that you need when you start to learn a new language. So the first thing that I would do is actually go and get yourself a good textbook. But I would get a textbook that's focused on travel or kind of or, or daily situations. You don't want a grammar-focused textbook. You don't want, um, to be honest, you probably don't even want one of my story learning courses. What you really want is a simple textbook that's focused on travel and daily interactions. Because inside that textbook, you're going to have basically everything you need to learn those basic daily interactions. Okay, um, so ideally, you're going to get a textbook that's got lots, lots of, kind of travel situations in them, and then. What I would spend my time doing is listening, reading and listening to those dialogues that you have in the textbook. So you're going to have like at the train station, 
in the restaurant, uh, giving directions to a taxi driver. I don't know. Whatever these things are, again, someone has sort of selected the situations that are most useful. So make sure that you, the textbook that you get actually has useful situations in them and has these little dialogues in. And I spent all my time listening to those dialogues. Why? Well, because the thing is, you can learn to say things for your holiday when you, when you arrive for this trip. But almost more important than that, you've got to be able to understand stuff. Some, sometimes people spend so much time kind of focused on what they want to be able to say that they forget that actually the most useful thing is to be able to understand what people are saying back to you because pretty much anything you get asked is going to be in the language. So you want to be able to understand. Like people asking you, I don't know, uh, do you want to pay by credit card or cash? You know, what, you know, would you like something to drink? I don't know, whatever it may be. You've got to be able to understand. So that textbook with daily scenarios and then a lot of listening to those dialogues is going to be your first foundation. I right? want to start to learn to understand the basics of the language. And through a combination of working through the textbook, uh, listening to the dialogues, you're going to start to pick up and get a sense for the language. For that whole month, I'd spend as much time as possible listening because I want to be able to pick out words, pick out phrases um, from the, that people actually say to me. Right? I don't want to be that tourist who's there and doesn't, you know, can mutter a few things but can't understand a word that anybody says back to me. And the thing is, because you're going to go as a tourist, like they are quite predictable situations, right? You're not going to be discussing nuclear physics. You're going to be ordering a beer in a bar. So you can prepare for these specific things, right? So the third thing I would do after spending time listening to these dialogues is to start to memorize useful phrases. So we've taken care of the understanding part, the comprehension part. Ideally, now we can understand some of the basic things that people are saying to us. And so what we want to do now is memorize specific phrases to ask for things that we want. And again, these are entirely predictable. We can predict the kind of things that we're going to want to be able to do. If I'm going to Poland, probably I'm going to want to be able to, I don't know, buy a train ticket, order from a menu, order drinks, ask for directions. Like it's not rocket science. These are quite predictable. So from my wonderful textbook that I found from somewhere, I would go through and select words and phrases that I think are very practical, very useful for that situation. And I would memorize them. Good old, fla- good, good old fashioned rote memorization. Remember, you've been listening to them in the dialogues as well, so you kind of have some idea. But I would really push hard and try hard to memorize these um, before I go. You could use something like Anki. You could use paper flashcards. doesn't really matter. But you've only got a short amount of time, and you need to kind of commit these things to memory. So that's the third thing that I would do. All right, so number one was find a, a good textbook with travel situations. Number two, spend all my time listening to the dialogues. Number three would be to memorize certain useful words and phrases that I think I'm going to need in that situation. And then number four is to get daily speaking practice. This is the thing that most people listening to this are probably least likely to do, but it's also one of the most powerful things. I would literally find a teacher or go on italki or something like that, and I would book daily lessons, one hour every single day. And what I would do in those speaking sessions is I would role play situations from the textbook. So I would say, right, I want to, I want to practice how to, I want to practice ordering food in the restaurant. I'd send my teacher a picture of that page in the textbook, say, here's the stuff I want to practice. Can you help me role play this stuff? And, and I would literally spend that lesson time role playing those situations. I mean, like, just like you used to do in school, you know, so the waiter says, uh, you know, uh, how many people are you? Uh, Would you like to see the menu? Uh, Yes, please. What would you like to order? I want fish. Whatever. Like, role play this stuff over and over. 
And then that means when you actually arrive in the country, you've already had practice listening and saying the stuff that you want to say lots and lots and lots of times. And if you do this for a month, you'll be amazed how far you can get. You really will. You can really learn a lot of words in the language, a lot of useful phrases, and you can also have a degree of confidence. Because the other thing that can happen is you can practice this stuff, but then if all you've done is kind of learn it from a textbook, then when you actually get to the country, you, you, a lot of people are just going to freeze up. They're going to be nervous. They haven't, no words have actually come out of their mouth. So by spending an hour every day actually practicing, you're going to have the kind of learned memory and the, the practiced confidence of communicating in the language, both speaking and understanding. And so that's the kind of thing that's really going to prepare you. So it's not just a kind of academic exercise, but you can actually speak when you get there. So those are the four things I would do. Kay, I hope that helps. You may already be in Germany now. I often answer these questions with a bit of a, a time delay. So if you are in Germany now, well, hey, hope you're having a good time in Germany. Uh, but for those of you who are considering a trip abroad, now that it's possible again, and how cool is that? Those are the four steps. So just to recap, number one, get yourself a textbook that is focused on travel situations. Number two, listen, 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 listen to all of the dialogues to train your ear. Number three, memorize as many useful words and phrases as you can, predicting the situations you're going to be in. And then number four, book daily speaking sessions so you can actually practice those words and phrases with a teacher. And if you do that for 30 days, you're going to be really, really well prepared for uh, touching down in the country and actually being able to demonstrate to local people that you've made an effort. And I think for a lot of people listening to this, what we really want to do is just demonstrate we've made an effort. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what that's what really matters, isn't it? So okay, I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, please uh, hit subscribe or follow or whatever those buttons are called. They're always changing. Whether you're in Spotify or iTunes, you can find the subscribe or follow button. Follow along. That means you'll get uh, the next episode whenever it comes out. Um, and if you've been enjoying the podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you would leave us a a, a review and rating or rating and review. Which way around is it? Um, on whatever podcast platform you're using. That really helps because it means other people get to discover the podcast as well. So if you could say a few few kind words, a few nice words about the podcast, that would be much appreciated. And if you'd like to ask me a question, then you can leave me a voicemail, which I'll play on the podcast and I will answer. And you can do that by going to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash ask. A-S-K, that's iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash ask. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you back in the next episode the podcast. When people ask me how to progress from the beginner levels in a language up to the higher levels, I always come back to one thing. Read, 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 read. Well, that's five things, but it's, it's the same thing, right? It's read. Now, why is reading so important? It's because you get to immerse yourself in the sounds of the language. You flood your brain with words and phrases and grammar in context, so it's impossible for you not to learn tons and tons of stuff. As long as the stuff that you're reading is at the right level for you, because as you've probably experienced, it can be difficult to find interesting reading material that is at the right level for you. You know, if you try and read a novel, it's far too hard and you struggle to make it beyond the first page. 
Anyway, that is why a number of years ago now, I wrote some books of short stories, which are specifically designed to help you break out of the beginner level by beginning to read in your target language so that you can enjoy yourself and finally, finally experience what it's like to read in your target language so that you can grow your vocabulary, you can improve your grammar and do all the great things that come with reading. And in fact, these books were so popular that I ended up uh, joining forces with the famous publisher Teach Yourself and we developed these books into a brand new series which are now in the bookshops everywhere all around the world and we started with six languages we've now got 16 languages including everything from spanish to german to icelandic to turkish to arabic we've got these short stories in so many different languages and i'm so proud of these books if you'd like to find out more about them and pick up a copy you can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash books that's iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash books you can get the Kindle version, the paperback version, and because many people miss this, we also have the audio version so that you can actually listen along as you read, which is one of my favorite techniques for making sure that vocabulary sticks. Anyway, check them out. You'll love them, particularly the covers, which I think are probably the best covers for any language books ever written anywhere in the history of time. I, I particularly like these books. I will teach you a forward slash books.